Welcome to King Solomon and the Stoics, a project of denverkolel.org. In a previous episode, we discussed Solomon's insight into living a life grounded in positivity and how attaching oneself to a good habit, to a good practice, can eventually influence one's entire life, their entire perspective, their entire outlook. However, there's a challenge. We look out to the world, we see suffering. We look out to the world, we see brokenness. We don't just see goodness. We don't just see things working. We also see breakdown. We see things not working. How are we to deal with that? Solomon tells us in verse 8 of chapter 8 of Ecclesiastes Kohelis that there's no man who holds on to the Spirit. And there's no one who has control. There's no ruler on the day of death. On the day of a person's death, they don't have control. A person may control parts of their destiny, but the ultimate destiny in the sense of the day of death, a person has no control over. And someone concludes verse 8 by saying that even wickedness cannot save the wicked man. Sometimes people are convinced that they're so intimately connected with wicked, that they're so connected with powerful wicked people that nothing can, no harm can befall them. That doesn't work. It all comes around, Solomon says, and the wicked ultimately are caught too. So no one is saved. Everyone meets the same end. Everyone meets the same end. Life does not go on forever. We don't see the working. We don't see the goodness. We don't see, as we've explained, goodness means something that continues, that's infinite. Evil, the Hebrew word for evil, ra, we've explained, means something that's broken, something that doesn't quite reach its purpose. And we don't see that life is reaching its purpose. We see, Solomon says in verse 8, that ultimately no one has power over death. Solomon goes on to say in verse 9, All of this I saw and I put it to my heart. Everything that happened under the sun was the time that one man had power, had control over another, to their detriment to, to do evil, to hurt the other. And what Solomon's telling us, to take these two verses, 8 and 9, in one in one thought, Solomon's telling us to see death, to see the fact that life doesn't go on forever, to see it as a temporary state of evil. Ultimately, life lives on forever. Ultimately, God created life that's eternal. Ultimately, the interconnectedness of everything is eternal. It goes on forever. It is the evil person. It's the selfish person who only lives for self. And they see their opportunities to interact with others as just an opportunity to take advantage of others. It's an opportunity to rule, to lord over others, to their detriment. That person, his life ends. That control, that rulership of the wicked, it's fleeting. As we'll see in a minute in verse 10. And we'll get back to how to understand how a person can bring this and live positively. Because it sounds like, okay... We're looking at the evil person and we're saying their life doesn't last forever. But what about the good people? They, their lives don't last forever either. We'll get back to that hopefully in a moment. Solomon goes on to say in verse 10, I've seen wicked people who were nothing. They were nothing. They, were, they had so little power. They had so little to them. And yet, they somehow managed to rise to power and take advantage of others. But the moment they're gone, even in the city where they operated, even in the place of power, they're forgotten. That too, says Solomon, is futility. The power of evil is absolutely futile. The power of one person over another that is abused is absolutely fleeting and futile. So why do people go for it? Why do people engage in evil? Why do people take advantage of others when they know that that power is so fleeting and it will end so quickly and be completely forgotten? Today, they're so powerful. Today, everyone looks up to them. Today, they 
have what it takes to get whatever it is they want done. But tomorrow, they're forgotten. Tomorrow, they're completely forgotten, even in the city where they accomplished all that evil. Solomon says because the reason why people get stuck, the reason why the wicked engage in wickedness, is because the retribution, the consequences, the natural consequences that God brought into reality where the wicked meet their end and the wicked are ultimately punished, it doesn't happen quickly. Therefore, man's heart is full, says Solomon, with, with the idea of doing wicked. Man allows himself, he allows his heart to become full. He allows the evil man becomes fully consumed with his evil activity because he doesn't see anything beyond it. He just sees the present, and in the present he's powerful. In the present he's able to take advantage of others. He doesn't see the big picture. Solomon goes on to say a person does a hundred evils, and yet Hashem, God has patience, and allows that process to play out. And so it seems like there's no retribution. It seems, while in truth, the dominion, in truth, the power that evil holds over good is so fleeting, but it seems to stretch, Solomon says in verse 12. It seems to carry over. It seems to go on beyond where we would think it would last. It doesn't seem fleeting. However, says Solomon, I know, despite the fact that the powerful evil person seems to really carry the day, despite that I know, says Solomon, that the true goodness, the true, in, the enduring goodness of the righteous, of those who fear God, of those who recognize that reality is really about God-fearing, it really is about recognizing the root of all existence is God, and the guidance of the world is God, and everything will come around, and everything will arrive at its proper place at the end of the story. That's a Solomon I know with clarity, I know that true goodness is to the God-fearing. That I know despite the fact that what should be the fleeting success of the wicked seems to stretch, and it seems to the observer to be a little bit more than just fleeting. Solomon says in verse 13, that's not the case. The truth is, enduring good will not be for the evil, for the, for the Russia. And he will not have length of days. He'll be like a fleeting shadow. Because he doesn't have fear of God. He doesn't recognize the root of realities. There's a creator. There's a reason for existence. And there's, there are consequences to our actions. And there's reality. And we need to answer to reality. It's not a free-for-all. A person cannot create their own reality and run with it and do all the evil they'd like and get away with it forever. However, says Solomon, it's still very challenging, verse 14, because there's another futility, there's another fleeting futility that exists in the world, and that is the fact that the righteous sometimes suffer while the wicked sometimes prosper. Solomon says that too is fleetingness, that too is futility, because that's not the enduring picture. The enduring picture is that good begets good and evil begets evil. The enduring picture is that good lasts. The enduring picture is that interconnectedness, that unity, that goodness is enduring while evil is fleeting. And if it seems for a moment that someone evil is getting their way, remember it's just a moment. That moment may stretch, but in the face of eternity, it's just a moment. Solomon says in verse 15, I praise joy because there's nothing better for man under the sun than to eat and to drink and to have joy that will accompany man in all of his suffering and all of his trials and tribulations that god gives him underneath the sun Solomon tells us beyond just indulgence there's joy take joy in that which is given to you doesn't matter what the circumstances if there's joy if there's a place 
in life to focus where there's something good to eat, to drink, to engage with, some goodness, take it and enjoy it. Recognize its source. Recognize that it's a representation of the ultimate goodness that the world is created for and that the world will ultimately experience. Reality is truly about goodness. When you have an opportunity to engage that goodness of Solomon, don't indulge in it. Don't get lost in it. Don't chase it and consume it in a selfish way, but engage with it and enjoy it. Let it bring you joy. Let it connect you with God. Let it connect you with the ultimate goodness of reality. Solomon says, because when I put to my heart, verse 16, to understand wisdom and to understand and see the entire matter that God did on the land, I realized there would be no time, not during the day nor during the night, for me to sleep. Man, says Solomon, is incapable of seeing the bigger picture. He's incapable of seeing the full picture. And so therefore, says Solomon, in verse 17, I've seen the entire thing God did under the sun, and I realize that man cannot find the essence of that which God is doing under the sun, as much as he might toil. And even if the wise person says... I will toil, I will search, I will push myself to figure out what is going on, what, am, what accounts for everything. How can I reconcile every single aspect of reality and give it one broad painting, one broad brush stroke to explain it all, says Solomon, it's impossible. And so therefore, let's focus on the good, says Solomon. Let's focus on the fact that goodness, interconnectedness, the puzzle coming together, the pieces of the engine, coming together to power the vehicle forward, to power our lives forward, those are the elements that express the true nature of reality, the goodness of reality, the workingness of reality. The other elements, the things that are evil, the suffering, and sometimes it seems the prospering of those who make others suffer, that is fleeting. They will ultimately reach their final retribution. Everything comes back to its place. Everyone receives their just rewards. Says Solomon, focus on the good. Recognize that good is enduring. It's eternal. When you have a chance to enjoy that good, to enjoy an expression of that eternal good, even if it's in the form of this fleeting existence of food and drink, enjoy it, take it, but see it as a representation of the deep eternal good of what God created the world to ultimately experience.